0: Are we live now? Once again, are we live now? Amen. Let us reload, get our channel going, and we're going to see if we are live now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the unction. We finally got it going, and we have uh, audio. We have some feedback, but good evening, uh, Ladaria Bryden, Crystal Moore, <laughs> Rosina. Hello, everyone. Lord have mercy. It took us a minute, but we're here. Okay. Wow. We had a wonderful guest on just now, and her name was uh, Jordan Rayner, and she's a, a secular musician, but yet she she took the time out to speak with us about the relationship the church has to its musicians, and the the name of this uh, show for tonight is Musicians Have souls 2 and i'm gonna upload the interview we had together i was thinking that the um switcher would kick the video out not only here but also to youtube and unfortunately um it only sent it to record so um i I would just like to say thank you for the eight of you that's watching so far and we're going to continue to build on tonight and and uh i would ask you to like share subscribe hit the bell like share subscribe and hit the bell and you'll get all these notifications i want to go back to the scripture that we were speaking on thank you for following me over those of you follow me over from uh tiktok we greatly appreciate you we're trying to grow this platform we're also growing the tiktok platform and uh we're going to look in the live chats deborah spear we appreciate you carolyn jones we appreciate you uh, let's look at the scripture, 2 Kings chapter 3, let's go to verse uh, 14, 2 Kings chapter 3, 14, and Elisha said, as the Lord of hosts liveth before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward thee, nor see thee, now let's go to the next verse. But now bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. Uh, As I was saying, brothers and sisters, there's a scripture with um, the king of Israel was Jehoram and the king of Judah was Jehoshaphat. Jehoram was the son of Ahab. So uh, Elisha said, "If, if it wasn't for Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I wouldn't even look in your direction. Uh, One thing I want to tell you is, uh, if if (laughs) for people who will be looking at this later, if you don't have a a close enough walk like you need to have, you can still win by association. (laughs) If you're not as, as circumspect as you need to be, you can still win by association. I'm telling you, it's good to have the right friends. It's good to know who really have a prayer life, who really is walking upright. right. But the Bible says in the last days, one of the characteristics is that we'll be despisers of those that are good. So uh, once again, it's about musicians having souls. And I'm telling you, don't despise good people. Don't despise holy people. Don't despise righteous people. Your life might not be lined up, but if you find somebody who really is trying to line their life up, Get next to him because it still might be a blessing for you. So Jehoram wasn't right, but Jehoshaphat was. And Elisha said, if it wasn't for your boy, Jehoshaphat, I wouldn't even talk to you. Good evening, daughter of the king. He said, I wouldn't even talk to you if it wasn't for your friend, uh, Jehoshaphat. But he said, nevertheless, find me someone who can play music. Find me someone who can make a joyful noise. Find someone who can play under an unction. Once again, the unction is to teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit. What showed up for Elisha because Jehoram and Jehoshaphat were going against the Moabites, they needed direction. Come on here. They needed direction. I'm giving you a key of warfare. I'm giving you a key of warfare. Je- Jehoshaphat and Jehoram needed to know how do we defeat the enemy? And one of the keys to warfare, he said, get me some music that'll get me in the presence of God. Get me some music that'll get me under the unction. What is the unction? The teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit. And right there under the unction of the Holy Ghost, the music began to play and Elisha began to be led by God what to do. And Elisha said, how about this? You dig some holes. You dig some ditches in the ground. You won't see rain. You won't hear thunder. You won't see lightning. It won't be none of all of of that. The only thing you need is to dig the ditch and I guarantee you, God gonna fill it up. I'm telling you, when you make a place for God, when you make a space for God to bless, he'll bless and he'll move. But what happened? The spirit of the Lord came upon the mus- the, the the prophet due to the musician. Don't devalue the arts in church. Don't devalue gifts and talents in church. But what we need is the, the sanctity of, of being able to play for God, and that only happens when you honor the gift. When you honor the gift. Uh and, and and that's a beautiful thing. That um they made the ditches and God gave them that answer, and it became an atmosphere of breakthrough. I want to show you this scripture once again. Um, Second Timothy. I mean, first Timothy chapter five, verse eighteen. For the scripture saith. Thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of its reward. Once again, why does it take pastors so long to realize musicians have families? Why does it take so long for the pastor to realize that the worship leader got little children? There's a young lady who does the worship in our, in our ministry, And I will make sure, first of all, we we have something that we give her out of the fact that we love her and we appreciate our gift. But she can't come to the pastor and say something is short or something is about to be cut off or this, that, and all. You You mean to tell me somebody is going to worship you through, someone is going to push your services, someone is going to sing out of the abundance of their heart until you can get into the presence of the Lord and you don't care if they eat? and you don't care if they have anything, and you don't care if, if, if they're taken care of, no wonder why the presence of God don't fall in a lot of places. No wonder why the Spirit of the Lord don't descend into the room where people can have that release and breakthrough. No wonder why people aren't blessed in the spirit realm. No wonder why. Because when you turn your back on that ox that is treading out the corn, God see that stuff. God, see that you, Bishop, you, you pastor, you apostle who is hurting the people, who is taking advantages of getting time. I'll play for the Lord. Oh, we all just play for Jesus. But you know what? I realize. come on here. Come on here. There are three areas that pastors are failing in. If it's not the sex, it's the money. If it's not the money, it's the authority. And those are the three areas that pastors are failing in. See, the, the first two, you can put your hand on it. If the pastor is messing with people in the church, you you can get that. You can conceptualize that. If he's messing with the people throughout the church, you can conceptualize that. Oh, he shouldn't be doing that. She shouldn't be doing that. Okay, you know, for those of you who, who do all that. All right? So you can get that if they're, they're sleeping around with different people in the church. The second one take a little bit longer. See, pastors are spending money right in front of the people. They're coming in with Gucci on and Versace right in front of the people. They're going and buying new Cadillacs, new Jaguars, new Range Rovers right in front of the people. All right? So it ain't till you 10 and 20 years in, I'm sadly for some people, they it ain't till they 20 and 30 years in till they figure out, wait a minute. We ain't put our children through college, but they children went. Wait a minute. We didn't start businesses for our families, but they started five and six businesses for the church. Wait, wait a minute. Um, my wife coming in here. She shopped at a thrift store, but we broke our necks to raise $500 to get your wife a new dress. Come on here. Come on here. That's wicked. I got to, Lord, give me one second. That is wicked when you will break your neck to make some other man's wife look good, and you got your woman walking around raggedy, you wicked, you wicked. Bro, Porkchop said I was a musician 20 years, and many so-called pastors told me I was wrong for playing for filthy lucre. Just play for the Lord. I am playing for the Lord. And the Bible says the servant is worthy of his heart. You were worthy of it. That's wickedness, Porkchop. That's, That's wickedness. We cannot do this wickedness in church where some people see the pastor, like I said, spending the people of God's money right in front of them, but they can't touch that too quickly. Like I said, when the pastor's sleeping around with people in the church, we get that quick. When the pastor is spending the church money, it's a little slower. But eventually we get there. But the third one is the hardest to get because there are so many ways of disguising it. Because they'll say something like, um, Oh, no, I'm not abusing you, son. You got to learn to take instruction. They'll say things like, obey them that have the rule over you, for they watch for your soul. They'll say things like, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. They'll say things like, um, it, "It is obedience is better than sacrifice. So it takes 40, 50 years. I'm just putting the number up. Before you realize the third one, two generations gone. Like I said, when it comes to sleeping around, we we pick that up quick, something wrong with it. When it comes to the money, it's a little slower, but we eventually get it. But when it comes to abusing authority, see, people say, oh, my pastor don't spend my money. People say, oh, my pastor ain't sleeping with them people in my church. Yeah, but your pastor won't let you sleep at night. Your pastor run you up and down the wall. When they when he say jump, you better jump. When he say sit, you better sit. When he say do, you better do. All right? Here's the other one. Oh uh Sister Rosina said, or oh, when they say we just want unity, knowing they don't know what unity means. Lord have mercy. Ain't you don't know what you want subjugation. You want tyranny. All right? And and saints of God. People look at musicians when they say they need help or or worship leaders. When they say they need help, you know, they're putting in time and hours and preparation. And can I be honest? Can I be honest for for the 10 of you that's looking? And I hope more, uh, uh, like I said, like, share, subscribe. Um, Please like. For those of you here, please like the video. You know what? A lot of people don't realize. More pastors. Well, I put it like this. Worship leaders oftentimes put in more effort than pastors. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Hear what I'm saying? Worship leaders oftentimes put in more effort than pastors. Pastors who've been in the church. Let me. Okay, here's give me a. Give me one second. I'm going to show you something. I know a man. I know a man. He wouldn't learn a trade. He wouldn't learn a skill. He wouldn't learn any ability. He wouldn't learn any wisdom. The only thing he ever read was this right here, the Holy Bible. I mean, I mean, okay, you read the Bible. That's it's good to read the Bible. That's all he ever read. Okay. He didn't do nothing for his family. They they lived in the hood to to. They died, but he read this one book. He ain't pick up nothing else, didn't do nothing for his family, okay? And I used to wonder, why in the world is it that this man don't read, don't write, don't do nothing, but yet he teaches Sunday school? And what I realize is some people only learn one textbook. They only learn one textbook their whole life, because I'm talking about how worship leaders oftentimes put in more effort than pastors, there are preachers that only learn one textbook their whole life. They they didn't learn nothing else. So they have a Rolodex of scriptures to go to. I'll never forget going to a huge Baptist church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Come here with me. I, <laughs> to usher in the spirit of God. Come on. That's right. Now, I went to a huge Baptist church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Th- six, seven, eight thousand members. You know what? I'm going to call the name of the church out. It was um, University Park Baptist. I came in on a Sunday, and the praise team had to push and push and push all service long. I mean, they had to keep pushing because the pastor was a, a superhero and a, a celebrity. So in his own little mind, in his own little world, they don't boost him up. So the choir had to keep on singing songs and making up songs. Until he waltzes in whenever he felt like it. So he comes in like 30, 45 minutes late. They woe out. I, I don't know if the Lord just meant for me to be here this Sunday and visit. So he comes in, slides up on the stage, and starts screaming about Jesus being in the bottom of my boat. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Because at that time, it was my first Time ever visiting like another place. You know, I never, I didn't get out like that. So I was like, you know, I, I look things up and I see they, they pay you over a million some dollars a year in your salary and you, you're doing good. You, you're rubbing elbows with all the politicians in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I said, these people just saying an extra 45 minutes for you to come in here slide on stage, and tell me that Jesus is in the bottom of my boat. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe that these people were actually, (laughs) I could not believe that people were actually worshiping their pastors for this foolishness. But the reason why he felt he could do it is because he has a Rolodex of catchy sermons, he has a rolodex of catchy scriptures. He knows all of the cliche, cliches. He knows when the praises go up, blessings come down. God is good all the time, and all the time he knows. Lord Jesus, Sheila, <laughs> he really did. He, Sheila, he really did slide up on stage and say, "Jesus is in the bottom of my boat." Wake up, Jesus! The winds and the waves shall obey Thy will. Peace be still. Jesus in the bottom of your boat. I could not believe it. I could not believe it. It was, that was incredible. I said, "Oh my goodness! You mean to tell me this is what's happening in churches? These pastors have a rolodex of catch. They know what to do. the the. Uh, okay, let's go through. Let's go through the catchy sermons." um, Moses at the Red Sea, what kind of rod do you have in your hand, let's, let's go to another one, Jacob wrestled the angel all night long, let's go to another one, um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was in the fire, but I see the fourth man, uh, like to the son of God, what's the other one, um, uh, let, I mean all of them Elisha this is when I want some money This is the one when you want some money Elisha saw Elijah saw uh, The Shunammite woman She said that I'm gonna kick, Cook my last cake And I'm gonna go on ahead and die And I'm gonna give my son And we gonna get out of here But Elijah said uh, go Borrow jars from everywhere You can give me The first meal and God Keep filling your jar give me your money. Give me your money first. (laughs) Y'all know the stories. Y'all know the story. It's the same stories. It's the same stories. And they have a Rolodex of stories. But let the choir keep coming in with the same song. Y'all be sitting in the audience talking about, didn't we sing this last week? This is the same song, this from last year. And there are preachers who get away with, sing- with preaching the same message annually. Yes, just attend a service where the preacher actually said, I know he's all right. Oh, no, he did not. <laughs> no, he didn't. Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something, man. It's ridiculous. These preachers have, let me tell you, in seminary, even before you go out, you already have a notebook full of sermons that you're going to preach. Some of these sermons you already know. If I need some money, talk about the Shunammite woman, uh, talk about the monies in the fish mouth, talk about he who uh, sow sparingly will reap also sparingly. Uh giving it shall be giving you press down, shaking the If you need to talk about um obeying your pastor, uh talk about Moses when he was confronted by Dathan and Korah and how that the earth swallowed them a lot. You you know, you, you just there are certain servants he already know how you're gonna get your money. He already know how you gonna get your money. And let me tell you something, I'm gonna get you prophets too. You prophets Oh, let me tell you something. Stop looking at heavyset people in the audience and saying, "Brother, you got high blood pressure." Sister, you got heart problems. Sister, I see a spirit of diabetes. I see the arm flap of diabetes, brother. You don't. You don't have to make up stuff. Stop playing. We need to stop playing. Like I said. <laughs> like I said, saints, there are worship leaders. Who put in more effort than these pastors? The pastors sleep and walking and walking. I'm gonna tell you some, some something else. I experienced as a musician. I'm talking about musicians have souls too. And I'm gonna upload the video with Jordan Rayner. She's a secular artist, and uh, that's that's me down there with the with the jazz master. I I look so powerfully on my guitar, but now. I'm, I'm gonna give you another one of my experiences as a musician. I I remember um I remember playing for a ministry and they wanted my services and he would tell me I have to meet them at 8 30 and set up with all the other musicians because he's allowing me to play for him. Um there's a church on every corner. And I'm good at what I do. You're not going to abuse me. I would come in, I came in two times at 8.30. And I saw the pastor sweet walk and in, in slide and glide his way onto the platform at 11 o'clock. And you told me to be here at 8.30. I saw him do that two times. And I was out of his ministry. I want to speak to every um, associate minister. Listen to me. It's 22 of you, but it's relevant. I want to speak to every associate minister, every deacon, every elder, every missionary, uh, every adjutant, Anjan, armor bearer, which ain't none of that Bible. All of that's made up. We in the New Testament. If you need some armor, the Bible say put on the whole armor of God. Let me tell you something. If you see that the pastor don't work as hard as everyone else, get out of there. If you see that the pastor don't work as hard as everyone else, get out of there. The Bible says that the husbandman is the first partaker of the fruit. The farmer himself, which really is the Lord, but we have to be the first partakers of his suffering in order to partake in the power of his resurrection. All right? So if you have a pastor who is not as dedicated, is not committed, is not pushing as hard as the past as everyone else, if a pastor's not doing that like everyone else, it's time to go ahead and lead that brother alone. He has a private kingdom. Now I'm not talking about pastors who have served well, elders, 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 not young talented people who unlied until a whole bunch of people in they building, because I could do that. I was speaking with my wife today. I said, Tabitha, I said, Tabitha, if I could just, if I could just ignore the scriptures for one year, if I could just ignore the scriptures for one year, I'll never work again. I'll never work again. Saints of God, if there's an elder who has served well. He's worthy of double honor. That brother tired. Let him sit down. Let his wife sit down. He don't sacrifice his, his whole life. Let that don't have that brother carrying chairs and flipping tables and cutting grass and cleaning up and stuff. Don't let but if you got some young Joker who, who ain't never had a job, he just preached good. Some young Joker who who don't know how to really serve others. He just had a talent. And he that's why I, I just saw another TikTok. That's why these pastors whoop y'all behind so much. That's why they talk so much junk to you because they think like, oh, I can. And you know what? Because the sheep are simple, they they can. They can. And you know what? You deserve it. There are some people who deserve to get their behind whooped by their pastors, and you should get whooped till Jesus come. And it's all right. And when your pastor burn, you'll burn beside him. So you go get whooped on this side. And you're going to get whooped on that side too. Pastor, talk to people crazy. Talk to the musicians crazy. Talk to the choir crazy. Oh, I don't like that song. Oh, what y'all doing? Y'all ain't this, that, and the other. But you ain't saying nothing about that raggedy sermon. You ain't saying nothing about that raggedy prophecy. You ain't saying nothing about all this woman swapping and wife swapping and extra boyfriends and all this stuff that's happening in here. But yet, you talking junk. Saints of God... The climate has to change, and I'm glad that it's changing. Once again, I I stopped by to say musicians have souls too. We got to care about what musicians are going through, what they're feeling, what the praise team, the leaders are, are feeling, what they're dealing with. Sometimes we got to minister to them. What about the Sundays where they can sit down and somebody sing their soul happy? What about the times where the musicians don't have to play? Another set of musicians can come in and just minister to them and say, thank y'all for working your hands. When is that going to happen? This needs to happen in the Church of Saints of God. And I believe that God will be pleased if we do these things. Uh, But I'm almost out of here. But 24 of you, guess what's going to happen? There's a church on every corner. There's a church on every corner. I said on the TikTok. I'm going to say it on here. It's a funny story that happened to me as a musician. I got tired of playing and getting abused, and I say, you know what? I don't even know how to play keyboard, but I'm going to go play keyboard for somebody church. This is how we don't have to deal with foolishness no more. I'm going to show you how bad it is, Pastor Bishop Apostle, who want to talk to people like they're crazy and think you own people. I'm going to show you how funny this is. I remember... I said, I don't even play keyboard, but I want to play keyboard for a church. What do I need to do? And I said, I'm going to learn how to play shouting music, and I'm going to learn how to back up a preacher. And thanks to God, in less than a month, I was sitting in somebody's church playing three chords on the keyboard and getting paid. Because churches are a dime a dozen. They're on every corner, and musicians don't have to take abuse praise leaders don't have to take abuse people who who are gifted don't have to take abuse and i'm saying it's not about the money but if i'm going to be in church and you going to use me i'm going to make sure i can get gas i can make sure i can get back and forth and and i'm telling you now it's sad that it's come to this point i know musicians who won't hit a note till it's on their cash app say a man musicians I know musicians who won't hit a note until they hear the little chime on their cash app because pastors done lied so hard. You done had a whole revival. You've had a whole revival. You done hot to tea to ta-ta and knock people on the floor and kick people in their stomach and got To the end of service, talking about, I ain't tell y'all I was going to get y'all there. I said if we raised enough offering. I said if we raised enough offering. People have gone through this, and now there are musicians who don't trust these crooked pastors so bad that they will not hit a note until the cash app hit. Wickedness. And, Saints, I hope we learn better. I hope we do better. And I want to tell all of you, preachers, musicians, if you notice a theme about this channel, I hate church abuse. I hate church abuse. People want me to argue, and and I I do speak doctrinal issues, and I am able to exegete text, and I am able to break down different parts of the word of God. I'm able to do it. But listen to me. I, I know how slick the church is, too. The slick, don't, the, the, the slick church don't want to deal with issues. They want to argue about texts. They want to argue about scriptures and fuss and fight over doctrines when you don't understand nothing. Je- Jesus is the understanding. The spirit of God is the understanding. And you cannot intellectualize the spirit. The mind only goes so far. But there are things that showing up in your spirit. There are things that show up in your spirit. And I'm putting a light on it and saying this stuff got to get out of your spirit because it's not God. You don't quoted a thousand scriptures and haven't lived one. This stuff is not of God. And so I'm going to keep lighting it up. I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm going to keep exposing every facet of abuse every facet of abuse i'm going to put a light on it and i'm going to say that's not how the spirit of god operate if y'all the only for the ones who want me to argue doctrines and scriptures if y'all the only ones right and y'all the only ones who know jesus why y'all so wicked why y'all so trifling why y'all treat children any kind of way why y'all treat women any kind of way why are you abusive it's because the fruit of your own spirit is showing up. It's not God. Where the fruit of God's spirit is, that's where the spirit is. If you keep seeing the fruits of God's spirit being produced, that's where it's at. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is a liberty. There's a liberating feeling. And that's why you want to argue words so that no one can pay attention to your spirit. But I'm going to light you up. I'm going to light you up. Because the Bible is right, and the Spirit of God speak for itself. So, uh, once again, I, I'm just grateful for everyone who looks at the unction. This is a very special night. After this, we will have crossed over the, um, the requirements for this channel to be an official YouTube channel. I mean, it's a YouTube channel, but... This this uh, channel is going to actually meet all requirements, and I can I can call myself a YouTuber after tonight. So uh, thank you for pushing the unction. We made it, everybody. It's twenty three of us. Uh, some of you from the beginning, jeans uh, sixty five, Rosina, uh, brother Pork Chop. It, it's some of you here from the very beginning, Sheila Timberlake. Um, I, I mean, I'm just thankful for you. Everyone who has pushed thus far, we've only begun. Like I said, soon I will have information about our conference. And some of you need to travel for ministry. Big or small, whatever the case, some of you need to travel for ministry. Because you, you no one will ever be able to put you in a box ever again. You'll go to your ministry and people will say, Oh, you ain't this or you ain't that or you don't know or you and you'll be like, honey, I've been somewhere and I've sat down with some folk, and I've met up with some people of God now. You can say whatever you like, but I know I know what I'm talking about. I've been somewhere other than these four walls. So I look forward to having this conference that's coming up. I'm, I'm saying in March. Uh, we're here at the end of January, and I, I want to do this in March, maybe the third week in March. I hope it don't rain. If it do, it won't be raining in the building. we go light it up. Uh, So, once again, if if it be the Lord's will, it's always the Lord's will. So, once again, God bless you. We thank you, and I appreciate you, Rosina. I appreciate you. Those of you who have been um, God's businessman or however that goes, those of you who have been with us from the beginning, you're not forgotten. Those of you who have sown into this ministry, once again, um, our monthly givers are at $10 a month. Our um, partner givers are at $100, and we have a few partners who are are doing well. Brittany Head, um, Brother Jeremiah, um, of course, my father, Elder Ray Curry. Uh, We have partners who really push and encourage this ministry. And if you would like to be a monthly partner at $10, it's Dollar Sign, The Unction. um, Or if you want to be a a real partner to this channel, it's $100.00 per month which that's not much um believe me we're we're giving and we're pushing in in so many areas um so it it also allows us to reach our community and to do more for helping folk and just lifting folk up so um i tell you those of you having your heart to give please give but um this channel is going to expand this ministry is expanding I had some problem with our setup, but we were able to get through it tonight. Um, we're going higher. I'm just I'm so excited. Um, take this down. I'm just excited for Jesus Christ, and I'm excited what God is doing in us because our voices are being heard. Our audience is growing on on TikTok, on YouTube. We started off with nothing. We came up to about 200. Next thing you looked, it was five. Next thing you looked, it was a thousand. Next thing you look, at was 1,500. Now we're at like 16 to 80 some. Saints of God, it's the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. We haven't seen nothing yet. God bless you and keep you. Heaven smile upon you.